How do you raise successful young women? It's been a challenge forever. It has a lot to do with self-confidence and courage, says my next guest, who is a local author. Maureen Monty has a new book out called Win Like a Girl, Coaching Female Athletes to Become Confident at the Game of Life. Maureen, welcome to WJR. Marie, it's so good to hear your voice. Thanks for having me. I'm always happy to hear your voice, that's for sure. So you say that Win Like a Girl is something that's inspirational. It's not really, um, it, it, more. it's more than an inspirational book or a how-to book. It's about a, really a movement on how to get uh, confidence up among female athletes. So how where does one begin to do that? Well, one begins with accepting the the reality. So if we take a step back and you ask any foundational group working with sports, does sport build confidence in women? And almost all of them say, yes, that's why young women should, should engage in sports. And what I discovered through my work with over 750 athlete, female athletes is it, it builds competence, meaning they are adept at playing basketball, they're adept at lacrosse or whatever the, what the sport is. But that doesn't equate to, I'm willing to take a risk out on the court or I'm willing to um, stand up and leave my comfort zone and try uh, something new in class or over, overcome the fear of a mistake or being disliked by coaches. One of the biggest fears female athletes have is being disconnected from their teammates or coaches. Mm-hmm. So. I think if we want to look at confidence, the opposite of confidence is doubt. And so when they have doubt, they, they don't, they stay in their comfort zone or what I call comfort castle and nothing good happens there and trouble will find you. Someone will stalk you in a store, which is one of my athletes had happened or a young man sexting them. And he happened to be a relative of the coach they hope to play for. Nobody speaks up. Okay. And we've seen this over and over and over again in women's sports. I picked women's sports because that's where I know the athletes will work hard if I help them, if I train them on confidence. But it's the same problem in the workplace. Women that don't raise my hand when they want a promotion or a raise or they're not sure. Or what if they say something and the other people in the room think they're stupid? All of these things are preventable because confidence is a muscle that gets stronger with use. Oh, so I love that. It's a muscle that becomes stronger with you. With you. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in training for confidence is not that hard. I just happened to have a series. Of, once I began to see problems with female athletes, and this would have been in the 2017 timeframe, I, I literally just began building exercises. But it starts with understanding what are you afraid of? Because what you're afraid of, Marie, happening is not what I'm afraid of and vice versa. So it, everybody's confidence profile is unique, but we begin with, where are you? Where do we want to be? And then we do one thing a day outside your comfort zone. Oh, and one thing might, a day, huh? Out one of your thing com- a day. Okay. It's not that hard, right? And you start small, right? So one of the athletes, um, when I asked her what her great escape from Comfort Castle for today would be, said, I am going to sit with somebody at lunch I don't know because I, every day I sit by myself. So these are the kind of things I'm hearing, or I'm going to go to the car wash. I've never been to the car wash, <laughs> you know? So 
And and you're saying that activities like that, escaping, you call it the comfort castle. I love that. Mm-hmm. But you're saying, so pick something every day that's outside your comfort zone. Right. By, by the way, I'm thinking all of us as adults could be doing that as well and not playing exactly. sports, right? But um, mm-hmm. so you're saying by doing that, it helps to, again, build that muscle of confidence so that they can approach their entire life in this manner. Their entire life. Because the... It is champions of the game of life that I'm looking for. I could care less if they never win another game. I really don't care. But I do want that young athlete that was, and she's a Michigan girl. There's a lot of Michigan connections in this book. Uh, The young lady that was stalked around Target by a guy for 10 minutes. He was demanding money. I want her to turn and say, get off my rear end. And so say no and mean it and ask for help when she needs it. Why didn't she go to like a cashier? Right. So she just didn't know what to do. I want them to train so that when those moments come, they have a sense of I can handle this, first of all. And second of all, I know that this is hard, but I can do it. I can tell that person to back off and I can go ask for help. And you also talk about something called self-leadership. Yeah. So self-leadership. So we talk about, you know, you have to be a leader. You have to be a leader. Well, you can't be a leader if you can't lead yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. So and self-leadership means and in sports and in real life, sometimes you have to give up what you would like to have happen for the goodness of the team. Right. So it's self-leading from a personal standpoint where you you ask you, you look at the situation and say, what is the very best thing I can do here? So it's a little bit um, founded in ethics as well. Maybe telling your teammate that they suck, and these are things that come out of people's mouths when we're competing, isn't the very best thing to do, even if that's what you would love to do, right? So we build on some pillars about what championship behavior looks like. Self-leadership is one of them. But being a great teammate, working hard, competing hard, those two are not the same things. They're different sources of energy. And being coachable. Lots of female athletes and young women in general, and this is true in the workplace, they see feedback as failure. And it's kind of crushing. And all feedback is good feedback, even if it's hard to hear. So if there's something you can learn from it, listen, take a step back, detach from your emotions, which is what self-leadership helps with, and then you then you proceed forward. Maureen, um, how do you manage um, working with these young women uh, at this point in their lives? How do you manage working with them, building up their self-confidence, their courage, their self-leadership? Um, when, in fact, they are being bombarded by so many other things. And the first thing that I think of is social media, yeah. societal yep. expectations. Those yep. are real for 14-year-old girls and uh, yes, uh, all women, I think. But when the younger they are, mm-hmm. th- these are really difficult things. How do you break through that? Well, you have to help them understand that their value doesn't come for any, any of that stuff. You are valuable whether somebody on social media said what you wore to school yesterday was the grossest thing you've ever seen in their life. Um, it, it's not you, right? And in, in terms of teams, and I do a lot of work with teams, we commit to a team trust bank. And therefore, saying things like that about one another is a violation of the team trust bank. It's called a withdrawal. And we make deposits only. 
Right. And if Marie, I said something like that to you, you need to come to me and say that was a withdrawal from the trust bank. Maureen Monty, win like a girl, coaching female athletes to become confident that the game of life, we're running down the clock, Maureen. Thank you for the insight. <laughs> the book is available on Amazon and local bookstores. Stay with us here on Focus.